Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. All right, good morning, everyone. I'd like to welcome my listeners in the United States and around the world. This is Good Morning New York Real Estate, and I am Vince Rocco. On our show today, agents are seeing home sales fall as panic buyers back out of deals and sellers hesitate to invite strangers into their homes for showings. The virus strikes the city at a particularly unfortunate time, halting home sales at a time when they would normally be at their peak. But unlike previous drops in home sales, like during the subprime mortgage crisis of 2008, we aren't quite sure how long this is going to go. Demand for housing was especially strong before this coronavirus hit the U.S., thanks to a favorable uh, demographics and strong employment. Hope was there. Also today, the panel will give us an update on their daily activities and what they are doing to weather the storm, which can be going on for months to come. All of this and more as Good Morning New York gets underway on this Tuesday morning. We are live today, not from our beloved studios in Hudson Yards, but from all of our home offices here throughout New York City and in Miami Beach. In the news this morning, the coronavirus has changed the way we live, our daily lives, and how we work, and it has unpended countless businesses uh, across the New York uh, metropolitan area and the New York real estate market. Effective this past Sunday, Governor Cuomo has ordered all non-essential businesses, including residential brokerages, to keep workers home. As part of these new workforce rules, real estate agents will be prohibited from showing properties until further notice. They say this can go on until June or July. This news is upsetting for all of us to process, and the real estate industry is not alone. Every business is working through the ever-evolving challenges we are now facing on a daily, even hourly basis. As New Yorkers, we are strong and resilient, and we will get through this together. As an industry, though, leaders from every company are coming together, united in their commitment to support our incredible agents. The Real Estate Board of New York will soon be sharing updated best practices, as they have been doing almost every day, and recommendations for business continuity and utilizing virtual technology during this time. In light of the COVID-19 outbreak, the Real Estate Board of New York has ordered any vendor or syndication partner that accepts listings from its uh, RLS service to stop displaying the number of days a property has been on market. Boy, we have been wanting that for years. We are in the middle Mm -hmm. of a pandemic, Revney said. Market calculations in such a pandemic do not reflect and represent the normalcy of a market. StreetEasy has complied Uh, with the uh, on-market active rental and sales listing, and the days on market field will be temporarily temporarily replaced with counting suspended and no longer display a rolling uh, count of days on market. This has become effective immediately, according to StreetEasy. And for open houses under the new executive order, gatherings of any size are prohibited, impacting the ability to host showings and open houses. Uh, StreetEasy will be temporarily removing any open house promotion from any and all listings, search results, and consumer-facing emails. Speaking of StreetEasy, the website announced last Thursday that it is cutting rental fees that they just increased to $6 per day per listing back down to three. Aren't they big sports? Aren't they so nice? They're so good to us, reducing I, fees of things that they shouldn't be charging in the first place. I mean, unbelievable. That is absolutely true. All right. With us today are uh, esteemed panel Anna Shagalaw from Halstead, Tracy Hammersley from Douglas Elliman, Mike Lubin from Brown Harris Stevens, Matthew Cohen uh, from Halstead, Sean McPeak from Halstead, 
Ari Harkoff from Halstead, and Jordan Shea from Douglas Ellum. Boy, do we have a full house today. <laughs> Guys, good morning. Before uh, we get into all of our you know, trepidations and our comments and concerns or into what we're doing personally in our own businesses these days, you know, I, I just wanted to get a sense of, you know, first of all, where everyone is and what everybody is doing, you know, non-real estate related. I don't think there's enough time on this program <laughs> to go through all the crazy things that we're trying to do to stay busy. <laughs> well, I can say Anna and I are working out to the amazing Isaac Boots on Instagram. Every yes, we are. At 7 a.m. It's like bar on steroids and it's helping to maintain <laughs> and maybe I'll even come out of this a little better toned. Oh, <laughs> that's all time for Peloton has a free 90 day workout uh, program. So you can sell up for it. You don't need the bike. It's like, uh, you know, they do abs, core, and all, you know, weightless stuff. Oh, I've so. been hearing about that. Mm -hmm. I need to try that. Barry's Bootcamp is also back online, and ClassPass has a ton of videos of workouts of all types that are free on their site. So, oh, Barry's Bootcamp is back online. That's Barry's amazing. Terrific. I I live in a building that has 40 floors, so every day I'm trying to wake up and walk up and down my building three times. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. That's crazy. And Good for you. I'm, sh I'm shocked that people aren't, like, I thought I would see all these people and it would be a danger, you know, with being close to people, but no one has been in the stairwell every day. Everyone's I, I, still taking the elevator, Matt. Yeah, but like, people aren't being New Yorker, careful. Like New Yorkers. Oh, broadcast, Matthew. Be ready for Stampede now. Isn't this just like the New York thing to do in a time of crisis for exercise? Walk off your stairs? Like, I don't know. Um, I would say no. <laughs> yeah, I would say I probably not. But you but, know what's uh, been encouraging? Go for it, Maddie. But you know what's been encouraging, you know, and we're all on Instagram, we're all on stories, you know, Facebook and stories. And what I love seeing is all of our, all of these um, uh, push-up challenges and squat challenges and, and whatever. I, I think, you know, being very creative in a time when we can't go to the gym, when the gyms are all shuttered. And so yeah. you still want to, you know, remain fresh and positive in your mind or your outlook and stuff. I think that's a great thing. And, you, and you're sharing it with your friends. I'll tell you, Vince, I think you and I both have <laughs> Say that again, I, Mike. I've been spending more time in Central Park than I think I ever have in my yeah. 25 years in the Upper West Side. Yeah. And I believe it's still legal. I don't think that. I heard uh, it's super crowded, though, Mike. Is that true? You know what? If you're in, the, I've been riding a bike, you know, so I'm just sort of going around the loop and hanging out in the uh, on the grassy field. It's not been too Staying bad. out of Dodge, hopefully. It's good to be exactly. outside. I'm glad you're doing that. Jordan, you were um, demurring about something with exercise. Ugh. If I see one more person do a terrible push-up and then have the audacity to challenge somebody else to do a terrible push-up, I didn't want to watch you do your push-ups when I was at the gym. I don't want to watch you do them now. Coming from our own Jordan Shea. Well, at least now you can, you sure, can you have your non-inspirational, self-aggrandizing home workout to itself. Oh, it's so good that your mind is a muscle, Jordan. No, thank God Jordan said something, because I agree. Like, if I have to see one more of those videos, I was nominated for two of them, and I'm highly just considering 
taping myself opening a bottle of wine for 10 seconds. <laughs> do it. Uh, listen, put one in each something. arm and do some uh, arm lifts. All right, so let's move on. We are starting 2020 strong, but the dip in the market runs contrary to analyst predictions for 2020. We were supposed to start the year, and in, in, in I can talk from my, my book of business, in a very positive and a very strong way. With mortgage rates at record lows, just 3.6% on a 30-year fixed mortgage rate. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. Real estate market experts had hoped for a buying boom to revive a market that has been slow, slowing rapidly over several years. The COVID-19 fears have dealt it a considerable blow to that dream, making a 2020 housing recession seem increasingly likely, though not inevitable. Ari Harkoff, what are your thoughts on that? Ooh, you're calling me out. I am. Oh, boy. Are you ready? something smart to say, Ari, no pressure. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I think the big question here is, is really around duration. So, you know, depending on how long this goes, depending on how it plays out, I think that's going to be the real impact. You know, I think we all can agree that this is probably not weeks. It's probably months. If it's, you know, one or two months, bouncing back, I think, will be, you know, more feasible than if it's three, six, nine months. Um, I well, think the other... Who you ask. If you ask Cuomo, it's four to six to nine months. If you ask Trump, it's another week. No, 15 days well, plus another seven. Wait, wait, yeah. Wait. I, I rest my case then. I mean, if, if, if that's the counterpoint, then I rest my case. Yeah. Um, no, but I think, but I think, Ari, you're correct. I think the longer we go, the the more sluggish or the slower we're going to get to a, I don't know, a, a, a rebound, if the, if that's mm-hmm. the right word. It is the right word. We need to jumpstart this economy as quickly as possible. I do think we're talking about months, unfortunately, as as opposed to weeks. But if Congress can get their act together, which it seems like they have done, and that today they're going to pass some stimulus that I heard two trillion, two trillion dollars, um, we need to be able to get more testing, get people in the hospitals staffed uh, as, as well as possible and, and get to a place where we can survive and then get the economy started again. I also want to say, I think if our sellers are willing to be a little bit more negotiable, there are plenty of buyers who are in salary jobs and you know who are as busy as ever and who still want to find a home. You know, and, and we just sort of have to connect the buyers and sellers and get them on the same page. I agree, Mike, but, you know, it's really hard because it's hard to know what is acceptable. You know, it, th- with all of this uncertainty, I'm, I'm going through a couple of negotiations, one on the seller side, one on the buyer side, and the buyers want less than the seller's willing to take. And who knows, yeah. if a month or two, the seller would have been willing to take that. You know, it, there's so much uncertainty. It's hard to to settle on what is a fair price. In today. And we have to figure out this move situation, getting people in and out of these buildings. That'll well, well, the, right the, the, the good news there is I read something from Rebney this morning that says move in and move out is now an essential Central. part of business and service. So they are going to allow that to happen. However, the, the bad news is there will be some buildings that will continue yeah. to prohibit it. So that's going to be on a case by case basis. But as far as the Real Estate Board of New York and the Department of State is concerned, it is allowed. It's an essential part of business along with uh, the door staff. That's Can I huge. This, though? What's the legality of denying someone entrance to a residence that they are legally entitled to enjoy? Unless and are, and are yeah. paying for. And yeah. they're paying for? Legal I, contract. I, it doesn't uh, seem to me as though these boards have the legal capacity to do that unless there's something in the bylaws that give them 
And I'm going to venture a guess to say that there isn't. I don't think the boards yeah. are that smart or the bylaws aren't that detailed. But here, here just well, going no back. Well, no one could see this coming. So why would they even have the provision? Exactly. But but going back to what Tracy said a minute ago, as far as the, you know, the stimulus package or, or whatever you want to call it, $2 trillion, I think, you know, I think there's a, I think there's such a, a dilemma between the health of the American people and then jumpstarting the economy. I don't think anybody out there would disagree with needing to jumpstart the economy, not only from a real estate perspective, but because we just need to get people back to work or at least continuing to work. But then on the flip side of that, people really seriously worry about getting infected. I mean, and not everybody who gets infected gets uh, the same results. Some people you know, die from it. Some people get very sick from it. Some people have mild symptoms. So I think that, you know, where do you draw the line between let's boost this economy so we can get it going and then everybody go back outside into the parks and back outside to work. I don't know that that's the right answer. Well, I think if you, if you watch, if anyone else watched CNN last night, um, you know, and just going from Don Lemon to the fun exchange between the Cuomo brothers. You were in, in your glory with the Cuomo brothers. I was thinking of you. <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. And oh, I, we, oh, we all are, Vince. We all are. I know. Me too. <laughs> I always say Andrew Cuomo is one of my favorite politicians. If we can just get him to have some filler, it would be amazing. But I'm he, glad you're oh, focusing on. on the important things at this time, Matthew. <laughs> he calls all the important things out of the conversation, Tracy. Don't you know that? <laughs> exactly. But, but in in all seriousness, if you listen to what all of them were saying, they were saying that this is the most important time for our president, who will not be named, um, to really take a step back and let the experts in every field take control. Yeah. yeah, he's he's speaking on what he wants to happen, not what can possibly happen. And I think that if 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 he's allowing people to start getting out there and, and reliving their lives in two weeks, then this is never going to end. Yeah, and it's it's just Pretty about letting experts speak onto what they're really handling. Whether it's yeah. you know someone more on like the Surgeon General side, is it the head of the CDC? Is it the head of you know more of like a financial economics thing? He needs to give all the power to everyone else and stop getting in the way of everyone. And yeah. Go all right, everybody. Uh, 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 hard, hard stop, everybody. Coming up after the break, we will continue our conversation. But first, this is Good Morning New York Real Estate on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Don't go away. We've got so much more to go. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hi, this is James Nelson. I'm a huge fan of Vince's show, and I'd like to invite you all now to listen to my show on the Voice America Network, Real Estate Investing, live from New York. I will teach you everything you need to know about investing and operating commercial real estate. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of TV and radio shows that deal with investing in the stock market, and yet almost none that cover exclusively commercial real estate. This is not a get-rich-quick or how-to-flip-home shows. I will teach you step-by-step how to source, acquire, improve, and profit from commercial real estate. Please tune in live to the Voice America Business Channel every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We're all about the power of transformation. 
we're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders. So you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll free in North America at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Now, back to the show. All right, here we go, everybody. We're here with uh, our panel. As I said at the top of the show, we are not in our studio. We are uh, all home today. So we're representing New York City. We're representing Miami, Florida. We're representing uh, Pennsylvania. And we're representing uh, Long Island and Brooklyn and upstate New York. So, boy, technology, when they say technology worked, it's interesting. Um, Could you imagine being being quarantined without all of these devices and all no, of this no. to technology? No. No, I'm already ready to shoot myself. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> Are you kidding? All right, listen, I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the, the business at hand here. So with fewer listings obviously coming to market over the next couple of weeks or months, uh, and what is already a housing shortage, home prices are likely to hold steady, I would hope. Do you guys agree to that? Or do you think that you'll see a little more uh, slippage in uh, the prices when we get back to, I, I don't even like to use the word normal anymore because I don't know what that means, but when we get back to doing business, which we all will eventually, do you think prices are going to hold or slip? I think they're going to bounce around because some people are going to need access to liquidity, which they just lost in the, real, in the stock market. So I think, I think we're going to be all over the board depending on people's situations, job-wise, liquidity-wise, uh, yeah. their situation. I think some people panic sell and some people you know, we'll use people like us as advisors and kind of stay the course and be patient if they want to sell. Yeah, I think, I think there's it, also, it, it, I think there's going to be a pent up demand reaction. Exactly. You know, I think people That's are going to finally get that sort of spring fever that, that they're missing right now. That's my hope at least. I, no, I, think, I, 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 think I would agree with that. Yeah. I, I think for us, that. it's about, it's about like uh, keeping our ear to the grindstone because it's it, it just just like the market before all of this happened. It shifted and changed by the week, by every couple of weeks. It changed. This is going to be like a daily shift where, you know, some are going to be selling. Some buyers are going to be coming out of the woodwork. Every seller on the planet <laughs> is going to be, you know, listing unless they can wait a little longer and not be mm. part of that rush. But I think it's going to be really active for us on, on, in, in the real estate industry um, as advisors. And whether yes. it's whether the prices are leveling, lowering, or even raising because of all of that activity, it's we are going to be super active. And um, you know, anyone that's 
that's really in the market really should use us as as advisors. And right? I, I think that I, I think that speak at home. I, I think that is so well said because that's exactly my sentiments. I think you know the the whole boom and bust. We're obviously in a bust right now. Who knows how long? But I agree that it's it's going to come back at some point. We don't have the timeline, but it's going to be a boom because I think you know I think as Sean think just so. said a minute ago, everybody, you know, and I we've said this on the show many times. You can only hold New Yorkers back for so long, yeah. uh, regardless of what the crisis is or. Or the or the adjustment is, and then all of a sudden, I got to do it. I have to do it. I have to move. I need this. I need that. And and that's what's going to happen. But in the meantime, you know, like this morning, I'm looking through the the Street Easy, unfortunate, but the Street Easy uh, sales hot sheet, and a Brooklyn Heights townhouse goes on the market on State Street for eleven million seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, brand new listing, and then the agents boasting about this and that, and I'm thinking, all right, so I understand time on market is no longer being calculated. But where is where are the brains to put an eleven million dollar house on the market when you can't even show it? Yeah, I, I th- you know, I crazy. saw something. Uh, I was watching something <clears throat> yesterday. I think the Real Deal webinar with uh, all the heads of brokerage, and you had a gentleman, um, Lee Stahl, who's uh, you know a renovation guy, and he said yeah. that the townhouse renovations were still pushing forward, and he said that that's what's keeping a lot of uh, contractors afloat. So maybe they're thinking is that if it's a private residence, you can just leave keys or something. You have to interact with anybody else. Um, well, the construction business is considered essential uh, according to the the new mandate. So I get that, but it's like you know, we all would love to have an eleven million dollar listing. We'd all love to be able to show it and, and show it off, but it's almost kind of counter, you know, productive. I, I don't well, know. Who's going to be, be sensi- comfortable spending that kind of money right now? And we have to be I, sensitive my- to tone. I keep getting these emails from brokers talking about you know their wonderful you know their wonderful listings where the seller is negotiable. We have to sort of think about health right now and wellness. You know, it's we sort of need yeah. to be considerate of, of what people are going through. Absolutely, Mike. But then uh, there's that balance that Vince, you talked about, you know, the economy versus health. And Jordan and I, I don't know if you were on it, Jordan, um, Element had its second town hall, kind of all hands across um, states uh, to kind of report and check in. And it was a great kind of thing for the community. We had Jonathan Miller, you know, the famous appraiser. Yeah, he's great. His thoughts on the market. And, you know, they were giving kind of reports from California, from L.A., from Palm Beach, from Miami. There are seven million dollar, 14 million dollar, 11 million dollar deals that were closing or going in a contract. That has not been my reality where I've had a few deals die and have sellers talking to me about um, listing their property concurrently for rent now. Um, Mm. So, you know, I'm always the voice of super eternal over optimism, but I'm trying to be realistic here. And I will offer respectfully that we might see prices going down because people's portfolios have shrunk and we don't know if that bounces back. Obviously that is a game changer, but if people have money from which to draw, then that is going to impact the prices. Well, one of the concerns that, excuse me, that I have is that I agree with you, Tracy, hundred percent, but one of the, one of the concerns I had is, and I think Sean just said jobs. I think, you know, until we can level off or stabilize or whatever the right the, the right term is, I mean, people will be losing their jobs, and I don't know how quickly, you know, uh, they can rebound from that or or come back and get new jobs. So I think the spending might be a little uh, questionable, and I think Anna just mentioned a minute ago, who's going to spend eleven million seven hundred fifty thousand dollars right now, anyway? Even you know, despite the fact that it's a new listing, when the financial markets are in complete 
uh, shambles. And and as of yesterday, I think it was down another five or six hundred points. Lord knows what today's going to bring. Well, on the positive side, Vince, on the positive side, Dollar General and Papa John's are hiring because they are, <laughs> they are super sure they're hiring thousands of workers to pick up some of the new, the recently unemployed. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, listen, and that's a good thing because, uh, and I, and what did I hear? Amazon was hiring like uh, 10,000 more people or whatever to get some deliveries out there. So, you know, I, there's going to be, there will be pockets of, uh, of opportunity, but I mean, you know, not every professional is going to want to do that, you know, for whatever their reason is. And that's, that's, you know, I, I get concerned about that. I also, think, well, you know, we can use, we can use those examples as our guinea pigs, see how they go. Yeah. I also want to I want to go back to something Mike said because I think it's super important and I've been thinking about it lately too is just you know I think the biggest focus of this whole thing will be what we're talking about with the divide between the economy and people's health. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about being touchy. This is a very touchy time for yeah. so many different reasons and I think you really need to be aware of that from a broad frame, but also when talking to clients who, you know, you have to understand it's not only people's health, people are dying, people are very sick in hospitals. But again, going back to people are losing their jobs. This is such an emotionally hard time for people. Yeah. So and people are also scared whether they're losing their jobs or sick. I mean, no. or, or not either of those. People are just scared. Exactly. I so participated on uh, Tom Ferry's but you need to put that all into perspective for people who are only thinking about real estate. It's very yeah. important. Yeah. I was on a call with Tom Ferry yesterday. He had like a free call nationwide for like thousands of people. And he it wasn't just you and Tom. <laughs> no, no, I mean, God forbid I ever got, I got, ever got stuck with him one-on-one, but no, I mean, usually he's like, rah, Thank rah, you for rah. Saying that. and he was, and he was, uh, and he was just saying that exactly what everyone on you got on this call is saying is that we should have a conciliatory tone. We should be not salesy. We should all be taking the advisor tact. We should not be bragging about a closing. I mean, we had a closing we've been waiting on for a few months for three and a half million in Dumbo in Brooklyn. And uh, we were like so excited to get some press on it. We had already gotten some press and we are shelving that. Uh, announcement th- for a while. So I think we also have to be a little sensitive to this concept of luxury. Did you guys see the Madonna bathtub post? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not all. That isolating. is just so weird. It's you don't bathe in rose all, petals, Mike. Yeah, with rose petals, you know, and it's like we're Her not all luxuriating <laughs> in our mansion. Photoshop. <laughs> She got, she got to get the fillers guy over to Cuomo for Matt. You know. Someone said this. Uh, listen, I, I think you know that there, there are so many, <laughs> there are so many unknowns. Um, I had a, co- a conference call this morning with one of my sellers, seven thirty this morning, which for me is like, oh, okay, before my morning coffee. Interesting. <laughs> but I think, as Anna said, you know, the role, you know, our role now uh, as advisor uh, is going to become even more critical than maybe how we used to throw that term around in the past. Uh, we have to somehow really- monetize that. I want an hourly rate. I know (laughs) because they're really looking for our advice because, you know, this one in particular was very nervous and very scared. And I, you know, what do I do? And oh my God. And I think, uh, you know, I hate the term, but voice of reason. And I tease Ari sometimes about being our voice of reason because he is, Uh, but you know, you got to be that person now. I mean, you really have to be because they're these, these clients of ours are depending on us to do that. 
And I see it becoming much more uh, critical. I don't have all the, the right answers. I mean, I can't even answer half the questions he was posing to me because I just don't know. That's right. Yeah. As our voice of but, reason. But you have to be honest about that. Go ahead, Ari. I was just going to add, as our voice of reason, you know, we don't want to be salesy. We don't want to be uh, self-promotional. I agree with right. all that 120%. But I think it's also important to inject some optimism out there. I mean, I can yeah. tell you, you know, yes. we're very busy Agreed. with a lot of deals. There are people that want to transact. I think that there could be an extremely steep recovery here. So if you look at what's happening, I mean, this is obviously, you know, it's a health pandemic. It's an epidemic, whatever you want to call it. But the infrastructure is in place, meaning there wasn't a hurricane, there wasn't some sort of um, right. natural disaster. And I personally believe that all the things that spur on our industry, having babies, getting married, getting divorced, relocating, job changes, so on and so forth, you know, some of those things aren't going to happen as much, but a lot of those things are still happening. And I think that when we do have the, um, uh, the quarantine shelter in place mandate, whatever we're calling it, released, I think this could flip to a seller's market in 24 hours. I mean, I think also, and think agree. about what it's yes. done for us. I totally the concept agree. Of home. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I do. The, con the concept of home has never been more important to us, you know, and sort of what right. it means to feel safe at home and what's a sanctuary. Very good point, Mike. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, and somebody else said yesterday, uh, maybe it was on one of the talking head, one of the shows that, you know, we're, we're a lot of us are going to realize how small our apartments are. Maybe it was Jordan yesterday. I was chatting with him a little bit, how small our apartments are and maybe the need to get a bigger apartment. Uh, Just ask cetera, Madonna. <laughs> Just ask Madonna. I know. <laughs> Listen, but I mean, all of these things will go through people's minds. Uh, and I think Ari's uh, point about it becoming a seller's market probably sooner than any of us had anticipated as we, you know, kind of drudged through the last year and a half. I think that's, that's correct. I think, you yes. know, it's going to happen and I can, you know, it's, it's interesting. I can almost feel it, you know, being so quarantined and sequestered up here in the country, but I mean, I, I can sort of understand where we may end up. I hope I'm right. Uh, and anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Good morning. New York is just getting underway on this Tuesday morning, wherever we are, don't go away. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, this is James Nelson. I'm a huge fan of Vince's show, and I'd like to invite you all now to listen to my show on the Voice America Network, Real Estate Investing, live from New York. I will teach you everything you need to know about investing and operating commercial real estate. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of TV and radio shows that deal with investing in the stock market, and yet almost none that cover exclusively commercial real estate. This is not a get-rich-quick or how-to-flip-home shows. I will teach you step-by-step -step how to source, acquire, improve, and profit from commercial real estate. Please tune in live to the Voice America Business Channel every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We're all about the power of transformation. We're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders. So you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. 
I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we are back, segment three already, with the beloved panel. I, you know, we chatted a bit about uh, the market. Is you know, As we see, we talked a little about sellers. Let's try and get into the head now of the buyers because, you know, as, as IT sometimes go into commercial hard stop, I mean, if anybody experienced a hard stop, it was the buyers. And I think a lot of us have had uh, many showings, and I was about to put in two offers, and then all of a sudden, bang, the you know that that garage door slammed down. So, what do you think, uh, or, or how do you think the buyers are kind of interpreting this marketplace? And as we said before the break, we think that coming back at some point, the sellers will be in control. Are you believing now that, or do you think now that the buyers are feeling that, seeing that, or what are they thinking about these days as you speak to your buyer sets? My buyers are still interested, but they want to see concessions. Okay. I mean, across the board concessions like price drops and- Exactly. They want the, they want to feel that the sellers that they're interacting with are acknowledging the reality of what's going on. Which then, given what we've said, that we predicted this might turn into a seller's market very quickly, what's the incentive for sellers to make a deal now? Right, right. That That's exactly correct. Well, I think you need to, there's an important distinction there. It can be a seller's market, but it can be a seller's market where values are 10% below where they are today. So I don't think anyone believes that values can't aren't going to be impacted. I mean, the equities markets can't go down 30% and real estate can't stay flat. I mean, I think it's counterintuitive. Um, but it, you know, it's an interesting juxtaposition right now because you've got buyers who have all this free time on their hands who are sitting at home trolling listings online. And for those who are gainfully employed, salaried or otherwise, they actually are in some ways more engaged than they could be when they're distracted by their jobs. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a very weird juxtaposition. And then obviously you have other people, restaurateurs, gig workers, what have you, whose, you know, incomes have essentially gone to zero. Uh, so it depends who the buyer is, I think is the answer. Exactly. Ari, Ari, let, let me ask you a question, Ari. So as far as the equity market is concerned, as you just referenced, I mean, where do you see, I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, but where do you see that going before it actually, you know, bottoms out where it can't go any lower? How, how much more of a decline do you see that uh, going? Well, my take is pretty simple. The first thing is I think that we as human beings have very short-term memories, and so we lose all perspective. So we all have to remember the fact that we're now at a point where the equities markets were roughly speaking when Trump was elected. And at that time, at the end of Obama's presidency, we all thought the economy was very strong and in a very good place. So we've now decided that, you know, the markets are in shambles because they're down 30%, but maybe they shouldn't have gone up 30% to begin with. Ari, that's such good perspective. Thank you. That's a great point. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that, that, you know, look like everything else. And like people have accused us through the years of the, you know, the real estate industry, you know, going so ridiculously uh, overblown in pricing. So I think that that's probably a very valid point and very good perspective. So absolutely. You go. I think what Ari said is, is super accurate in terms of it depends on who the buyer is. I have clients right now who, you know, don't have much to do, who are stuck at home, whose business really depends on them going to work like doctors or, you know, um, of that sort. But then I have clients who can full on work remotely. They work in tech. They have some job like even consulting where they can do most of their their work on FaceTime or Zoom and they're busier than ever. So those attorneys too. Attorneys definitely. Yeah are actually busier than they would be when they're going into the office. So, you know, I think right now the majority of buyers, even though they are looking, I think they're really waiting to see what happens. They're waiting to see what the Dow does. They're waiting to see, you know, how much things are affected by what Trump says on a daily basis. And I think even though people are anxious, I think why we all agree that the market is going to be pretty hot in a few months when this settles is because they're going to take that anxiousness and prolong it as much as possible. Another good perspective. I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, for all the good the market has has done, the the equity markets and the financial markets have done over the past two or three years, you know, with a couple of, you know, horrible tweets or, or disgusting uh, comments uh, on television, <laughs> everything has completely crashed. And so sometimes you say you get what you ask for. Okay. And, and that's enough on that. But uh, let's, let's talk about the renter community out there because at the end of the day, you know, I I got stuck in the middle of two rental deals at the condo that I sell in all the time for my owners and sellers. Uh, And, you know, boards are backed up. The paperwork is ridiculous. Uh, You know, 35, I mean, I was speaking to a managing managing agent yesterday, 35, she manages 35 buildings and has about 35 or 40 packages she's reviewing. So I Mm. said, well, where are we? in all of that. And of course, a lot of that is because she's working from home. You know, yes. there are distractions. I'm sure, you know, there are things in the house that are that are distracting her. She said, I don't know, you're at the bottom of the pile. And that's all I got. So that, you know, is that comforting to my owner? Is that comforting to my renters who I may lose? I don't know. I mean, well, I'm losing a renter because the co-op board is taking too long. They've had the package. One member has already said he's approved it. They, we had some people that got approved with a different board and building um, via a phone uh, interview and they had to send a letter stating that they had not traveled outside of the country in the last two months. Yeah. Um, but this other woman is walking because we haven't been able to secure any kind of phone or FaceTime interview. And it's a real shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was going to ask about some of the deals that are falling. You don't need to get specific, but uh, what are some of the reasons that people are actually walking away from deals? Because we all know that that's happening. Uh, so I, I've heard a couple of uh, stories yesterday where sellers are just walking away from deals because they just feel like it's not going to go anywhere right now. And they're just, you know, canceling accepted offers, et cetera. What, what, what are some of the reasons that are, people are using? Uh, I mean, the obvious ones, of course, but are there any emotional reasons out there that people are making these decisions? I mean, thankfully for me, at least most of my deals are staying pretty steady. The only issue that's coming up a lot as we spoke about is the move in, move out on a case basis. A lot of my, specifically a lot of my buyers who are in contract right now, who either already have board approval or, you know, we already submitted their board package. They're all actually asking me, what are the legal 
you know, um, what is like the legal support that I have if the building will not let me move in? That's yet right. Still required to close per the contract. I think that's right. It's a big out. question for everyone. Well, I think the legal, as we said before, you know, so far as the Real Estate Board of New York is concerned, it's okay, but building, uh, it's a building by building uh, issue. By the way, not to interrupt, but I just got a news flash on my iPad. The number of cases, uh, uh, COVID-19 cases in New York State increased 5,700 from 24 hours ago. New York State Board of Health is now considering this, considering this a statewide crisis. So 5,700 more cases from yesterday to today. Jesus. Well, I don't know if anyone, if anyone watched yesterday. I thought one of the best interviews that was done all day was with Savannah Guthrie and the Surgeon General. She's um, wonderful. Yes, I saw that. I mean, the Surgeon General was basically just saying everyone needs to, you know, shut the hell up and yeah. really understand that this week is going to be real bad. No, you won't. Like, and I yeah. think and what he meant by real bad was not like the virus is getting worse. It's that the numbers are going to go up. Yeah. That's yeah. a specific thing. Yeah. The whole thing is, uh, <clears throat> is pretty scary. Obviously we're getting the testing in place now. So we're gonna be able to tell exactly who has it. And that's the beginning. The beginning of the solution is really the testing. And, uh, you know, I think this thing's going to peak in sometime in April and then uh, we're going to get back to business this summer. So everyone work out and get ready for gurneys, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, somebody, somebody was joking yesterday. Well, the summer body for 2020 is on hold. We'll be back in 2021. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you, can, you can still work on that summer up. body. Exactly. In between homeschooling my kids, I'm getting in my push-ups. <laughs> there you go. I think passes yeah. the time more quickly. But, um, you know, Vince, to get back to what you had said yeah. uh, earlier, again, just back not to harp too much on the health versus the economy, but like for, we'll never know the two tracks of what would have been if we'd gone one way, but we could look to London who initially tried the whole herd immunity thing. Yeah. Press yeah. On, we know we're going to get sick. Let's do it. And unfortunately their healthcare system and the hospitals weren't equipped for that. Um, they, 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 uh, you know, underestimated, but it is an interesting thing. I mean, so I, I'm here, if we're going to do the whole, you know, shelter in place or shut down, maybe it should be entire maybe it should be not even allowing you to go out to the pharmacy or the store i mean if you're going to do it maybe we should do it and try to just do well, that well well you, you can't you can't avoid that I'm an extreme person, and that's one of the things I said a couple of days ago. Just shut the country down for two weeks. Everybody can deal with two weeks. See where we are. Yeah. Take a litmus test, and then go from there. I think that can only help but hurt. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what uh, the uh, mandate is here in, in New York uh, State and New York City anyway. Video tours, virtual open houses for either new developments or resale units. Now, before the curtain came smashing down, most of us did not have video tours or virtual open houses for, for stuff. So how do we do this? And do you think it's going to help the buyers out there? Like somebody emailed me yesterday on one of my new dev uh, listings. Hey, do you have a virtual tour? And I'm saying, listen, I'm so sorry, I don't. But as soon as I can get back you know, to work, I can get that. Are, are people, my question is, are people really going to buy something from a video? I think, I think people will video, rent from the video. The video will replace the first and potentially second showing mm, for apartments, mm -hmm. and it will fall and save time and uh, yeah. the whole thing far more efficient. Well, I have a couple of rentals that later today I'm actually going to throw on a mask and throw on some gloves and go and take my phone and 
take my own video. And if you're, you're able to get in, I have some listings that buildings won't let you in if you're not an owner. Even yeah, I, I can't get into I, my I've building already, at all. I, yeah, I've already cleared it. Great. I mean, if, if the market, you know, turns around into a seller's market, like most of us agree it will in a few months or, you know, beginning of next year, whenever that may be, we might just go back into a market like we were in 2012, 2013, when people were buying off a of plan. So I don't think it's crazy, especially new development wise. Yeah. to you know expect a buyer might actually buy via a video and a plan but i don't think that's going to happen for months so i think doing it right now is something to kind of hold their interest yes. when you see new building plans filed that's when it'll start happening but right now no one's filing new construction plans sites are on hold like yes things will trade and trade probably relatively quickly but the prices that we were at, to Ari's point, a seller's market does not guarantee that the prices we were at are going to hold. It just means inventory will trade quickly. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, nobody would like to see a floor plan purchase come back than me. I mean, I started my new dev career do, selling off of floor plans, and, and it's a hard thing. But I think buyer confidence is kind of waned on that. And I don't know, even though the market will come back and it's going to come back strong, and I think we all can agree to that, I don't know that people are ever going to want to buy all floor plans again. I, I also think those were often the foreign buyers. You know, local buyers aren't really going to be open to that scenario. <clears throat> and, we're, and we don't see the foreign buyer market coming back I, the same way. I mean, right, I we, gotta, we, gotta take an, we gotta take another break, guys. We are coming back for segment four right after this break. So please don't go away. We're coming right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com At Halstead, we know that what moves you is important. We're all about the power of transformation. We're revolutionizing the way people live and work. We are agents of change. We are the deal makers. We are the fearless negotiators. We are the future builders, so you can move to what moves you. I'm Jeff Goodman at Halstead, and I love Vince's show. I host a program of my own, but not about real estate. Rediscovering New York is about our city's great neighborhoods, their history, texture, and their current vibe through interviews with historians, business owners, and interesting neighborhood personalities. We're broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc and available on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcasts. Rediscovering New York with Jeff Goodman. I bring the city's great neighborhoods to life. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York, Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everybody, we are back to segment four and how fast time flies. I think we all decided that, you know, the, the marketplace will come back, usually March 
you know, February into March starts the, or sometimes end of January, depending on year, starts the beginning of what we call this, the selling of the hot selling spring season. So just quickly, uh, where do you think the, you know, the hot new selling season will start? Where is the new March guys? Is it September? Is it July? Is it October? I mean, it's the best guess that you can, that you can give. I mean, to quote quote one of our favorite panelists, Louise Phillips Forbes, I think that we will be out of a seasonal um, timed market for a while. I think that what's going to happen is that, you know, as soon as all of this settles and, and things start being put back together, pieces start fitting in the puzzle again, I think give it another two to three months after that, and it'll then be the hot season. Yeah, I was going to say the same, Matt. Um, the the seasonality, as we talked about a couple of shows ago, is kind of kind of like drifting into the non-seasonal markets. So um, I don't think there's going to be a seasonality when we come back. A lot of it was driven by the fact that people travel and go away during the summer. That'll be interesting to see if that's changed much. Uh, you know, again, as we say. Then it's not back to normal, but back to doing business. So that well, I, I, I was going to ask the, my next question. I mean, we, we don't have a Hamptons representative with us today, but, you know, what do you think the beach communities, the upstate Catskill communities, you know, the Jersey Shore, what do you think all of these summer beach communities are going to be like this year? All right now for a Hamptons rental for $3,000 a night, and I am not having luck just to give you a heads up. So uh, I don't know, maybe people are going to be hunkering down in the Hamptons until the summertime because it seems like all the luxury rentals are pretty much spoken for at this point. John, did you say $3,000 a night in the Hamptons? Let me know, but I do have somebody looking for something like that. And there's one, there's one option for like 2,600 bucks. We thought that was you looking for that. (laughs) No, not personally. I'm looking on uh, for, for clients. Yeah. But uh, but just to give you an idea of, of the of the demand out there, also there's a shortage of uh, La Mer facial cream out there as well. So just a heads up. <laughs> oh, They're there flying you go. in a ship. Everybody's in that. hiding. <laughs> we'll stay up Cuomo if we can get any. Tracy Hammersley. So Dade County, Miami, South Florida. What are the sentiments? Uh, today with that marketplace? I mean, we're hearing similar stories where everything is shut down, restaurants, bars, gyms, blah, blah, whatever. What is happening in South Florida? Well, I will tell you, Vince, and and I am here in Miami Beach as opposed to New York right now, and I will say there is great benefit to being able to go outside. Uh, The gym in my condo, and we have a a fair percentage of an older population in my building, um, the gym has been shut down, but they've kept the pool open. There are no deck chairs. Barbecues have been locked down. You know, you bring your own chair or towel. But um, to be able to swim outside, to be able to walk and bike outside, um, you know, people are doing a pretty decent job of social distancing from what I'm experiencing personally. But, um, you know, the, a lot of the restaurants are still offering takeout, uh, you know, the pharmacies, the grocery stores. Trader Joe's here. And we just got our first Trader Joe's in Miami Beach uh, last spring. It's amazing. There are crazy long lines, but everyone is happy. The workers are out there with a smile, with water, with hand sanitizer, and they're, they're doing a fantastic job of keeping everything well stocked. I mean, we're out of, of Lysol and Clorox wipes and paper towels and still have some TP, though, in most of the stores, which is nice. Um, you know, it, there is some optimism, I think, partly driven by the fact that we're 70s, 80s and sunny outside. That does not mean that people are showing that there's business transacting, but the overall level of optimism, there, there seems to be less kind of 
hostility or fear that I'm hearing from from places up north. So at least there's that. But but has your governor? I think it's uh, Governor Scott. No, yes. he's the yes, yeah, Governor Scott. Uh, has, no, 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 it's uh, now the Sanders. No, he's the senator. The the new guy. I forgot his name. Yeah. But has yeah. he imposed a prohibitive uh, show schedule like here in New York, or or showing still allowed? Um, no, no showings at all. No, no, oh, no, showings. no showings, nothing like that. No, no, all non-essential business of which this is kind of considered other than appraisers and appraisals um, and construction, which I, I still get to see. There's a, a brand new, a house was raised and is being rebuilt. The workers are out there working um, today still, which I actually think is a good sign as well. Um, but yeah, no, there's no showings as well. Businesses at a virtual standstill to, uh, you know, aside from deals that might already have been in progress. Yeah. Guys, uh, you know, so when you're talking to your friends and a lot of people are having all these social cocktail hours, which I think is a fantastic thing between Zoom and Skype yeah. and FaceTime, I think it's a wonderful thing, whether they're, they're colleagues, whether they're your family members, whatever, uh, loved ones who you can't get to, uh, I think that's all fantastic. But, what you know, when you're talking to your broker friends, your agent friends, you know, all of our, you know, esteemed colleagues out there in our industry, what is their level of confidence right now? I mean, obviously people are going to moan and groan and people are going to be positive and some will be negative. But if you were to say, you know, come up with an average uh, and it's not, you know, whatever the answer is, it's not good or bad. It's just what, what is everybody kind of, you know, thinking at the moment as far as their own personal business, as it relates to the overall marketplace and the overall crisis and, and the financial markets, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, what's cool about our group here is that we're all very well-liked brokers in the community with a lot of friends in the community. And I mean, I'll say that all of my friends that I'm talking to are definitely down, you know, they're, they're down, you know, we all felt like the majority of us had amazing, you know, January and February is this year. Yeah. And to just kind of have something like this, that is so out of our control, um, yeah. you know, hit it is tough, but I think, at least for me personally at a time like this, you know, one of the nicest things I've had come out of this is that a lot of the people who have been reaching out to me, checking on me and seeing if I'm okay, have actually been my clients. And, and yeah. what yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> can I share something that I'm doing with my buyers and sellers right now? I'm sending everyone a gift. I'm going to send them a gift and a note and let them know that I'm thinking about them. You know, because I actually came to that idea because I was thinking I wouldn't mind receiving something positive in the mail and right. something That's going. Nice. Yeah. What kind of gift, Mike? I'm sending them a can, a tin of beautiful tea. I found a cute place online in South Carolina that makes these handmade teas, and it just felt like a soothing, you know, comforting gift to send. That's really nice. As, as tea is, that's a great idea, Mike. I agree with that. If anyone else takes that idea, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was just going to say that I've been, you know, calling clients. I've been texting with people. Um, you know, it's all, I think this time is all about really actually almost, um, you know, escaping from real estate. And, and It's just, a reset for us. Yeah. When do we get to actually take a little bit of a break and not have to worry about missing business, you know? Exactly. Right. Like, like, you know, stop being that real estate mind for a second and just be a regular person. Just That's be, right. Yeah, I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm, it's kind of nice for me to have an opportunity to focus on my family and my kids because I'm, I'm, you know, I miss dinners most nights because I'm out showing sure. or I'm out networking and, you know, there's only so much you can do. So worrying about it really isn't going to get you anywhere. So just be safe and focus on, on the people that, you know, that are reaching out and the people that are in front of you. And, yes. you know, I think we, I think to Matt's point, we're, we're fortunate to have had good starts to the year. 
And, you know, those, those closings will come in at some point. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. Uh, and I've signed a contract a couple of days ago and I have a, a, an offer coming in and I think people are, are, you know, some people are still moving on, but it's just not my focus right now. It's just not. All right, everybody, uh, we have to end it there. I, I agree. I think at the end of all of this, we're going to uh, come out of it. All of us, uh, much better people for all of the reasons that you all said. And sometimes we need a hard stop. And sometimes we need to sit back and reflect and, and understand first who we are before we can present ourselves to the rest of the world. That's our broadcast for today. Thanks for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter on Facebook or Instagram, at Vince Rocco. We are back next week because if it's Tuesday morning, regardless of where we are, it's Good Morning New York Real Estate. One of my favorite anchormen from the past used to say as he signed off every one of his broadcasts, thanks for joining us and good luck and be well. That's Bill Butel from Channel 7 Eyewitness News. So relevant today. For all of us at Voice America all around the world, thanks for joining us and I will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones.